Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the It Is What It Is podcast powered by the Riot Report. My name is Josh Klein. I am managing editor of said Riot Report. And uh, today what we've got for you is uh, our two really uh, important players to the Carolina Panthers, not just for 2020, but obviously for the future as uh, the new face of the franchise, Christian McCaffrey, talks about what he sees in this Joe Brady offense, um, his first impressions of Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, he got asked about um, being a photographer for Vogue, uh, being the number one pick in fantasy, um, just a kind of a multitude of topics. But obviously um, there's, there's a lot to talk about with Chris McCaffrey, his workload, how much he's going to be used, and just how Joe Brady is going to operate uh, McCaffrey as he moves him all over the field. Uh, I'm sure of it. And then uh, after Christian McCaffrey, we've got um, Dante Jackson, who knows that this is a huge year for him. Third year, disappointing last year, had some uh, soft tissue issues with um, soft tissue issues. You don't hear that very often. Uh, Groin injury, um, and uh, it just bothered him throughout the, the back half of the year. Uh, and he talked about how he is determined to not let that happen again. And um, it's a huge year for him, honestly. Uh, they drafted him in the second round. They need him to be the number one cornerback, and he seems to know that. Obviously, Dante Jackson is not hurting for confidence. So, um, yeah, uh, you'll hear it straight from his mouth, and uh, you won't be able to see it, but he did uh, show off the guns a little bit. You'll hear him uh, make that joke about halfway through his presser. And um, that is it. We will talk to you tomorrow. Here comes Christian McCaffrey. Hey, Christian. How are you? Good. Um, I guess just to start, just how has this week been going so far, kind of getting to be in the building? What has it been like? Yeah, it's been amazing, honestly. Uh, you know, waiting that long for football, I uh, was getting very anxious towards the end there. And now that it's here, you know, obviously with, with the new team, new coaching staff, everybody in the building all together, you know, obviously we have to uh, abide by the rules of, of COVID. And, and I think our, our team's doing an amazing job with that. But um, just being around the guys, getting back to football is, has been you know, really fun, long overdue for us. Christian, what's this new offense going to look like for you guys? Joe Brady, Teddy Bridgewater, and, uh, you know, the weapons you have returning from last year and obviously what you bring to the table. How will it be different with, with all these different pieces that you have coming in? Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, we have so many weapons on offense, you know, from from, from the receiver position to the tight end position, you know, to a, to a very talented offensive line and obviously Teddy at quarterback. So, uh, you know, for us, uh, it's just about execution. You know, I say it year in and year out, but uh, that's the truth of it. You know, with talent, it's, it's, it's you know, half the battle. Now it's about what we do with talent and, um, you know, how we execute, how we practice and, uh, you know, how we go about communicating. And if we get all that done, I think we can be really excited. Christian, what have uh, your first impressions been of Teddy Bridgewater? I know you guys have been on the field for a few days. Well, Teddy's a pro. I think that's that's the word I would use. Uh, obviously, he's very gifted. I think you, you look at what he does every single day in practice and his attention to detail, uh, where he throws the ball, uh, you know, after he makes the throw, going through all his progressions. You know, I saw him today before practice. He's in the ice tub with the script going over, 
you know, all his progression. So to have a guy like that who's so dialed in is, is exciting for us. And, and, you know, he's got an amazing attitude uh, and he's fun to be around, great leader. So for, for us, I think we're all really excited. He's a guy that we can all rally behind. How do you expect to be utilized differently in Joe Brady's offense than what we saw last year where you seem to be utilized in every, every single way possible? Yeah, we'll see. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I just know I, I have a lot of trust in our coaches. You know, they've, they've had a, you know, history of success, and they're going to put, you know, our best players in the position to succeed and put the ball in our in guys' hands who can do something with it. So for me, it's, you know, I'm ready to line up anywhere, run any route, um, and I think just continuing to expand my knowledge of the offense and the knowledge of the receiver position and uh, the running back position and, and the blocking schemes helps a lot. It allows me to feel comfortable you know, wherever they need to put me. Christian, uh, we saw that you and Teddy and some of the other guys on offense um, had almost like a, like a mini camp session that was away from the facility a couple weeks ago. I was wondering how that came about and uh, kind of who contacted you about it and what that can do for an offense to build that chemistry. Well, it's huge. You know, I think in, in times like this where, you know, obviously the coronavirus has everybody social distancing, you know, we were very safe with it, but we knew that we, we didn't want the first pass to be day one of training camp. We didn't want the first time we get to know each other, be the first day of training camp. So, uh, you know, we went out in groups and, and Teddy had sent out a group chat and guys would show up and, you know, we had our own little, you know, rules that we would uh, abide by. But uh, just getting routes out there uh, with everybody, getting familiar with each other, um, you know, understanding, you know, each guy's uh, playing uh, differences, similarities, and, and going from there. So it made it, it made the transition going into camp after such a long time off much easier. Christian, I don't know how much you've, uh, you know, you read out there or anything, but uh, nationally, not a lot of people are giving you guys a whole lot of chance to, uh, to win this division or, or to do much this season. Uh, everybody's talking about a rebuild, but, you know, what are your thoughts on this team? And do you like kind of that flying under the radar uh, sort of, uh, uh, aspect where you guys are in right now yeah you know I, I think it doesn't matter either way you know whether people uh have us you know at number one or whether they have us at, at 32 it doesn't matter for us you know we're, we're a team and, and coach rule is um you know very very uh proud at, when he says this that that's focusing on the details and on the process and uh, one thing i love about this team is you can tell that everybody's hungry we have a lot of guys who have a lot to prove and, and, and more to themselves than anyone else. So for us, it's not about, you know, where anybody has us ranked. It's about, you know, what we do when we walk in the building, making sure uh, we're on our details, making sure in the meeting rooms we're taking great notes. When we go out to practice, everybody's warmed up, ready to roll. And, uh, you know, we're executing at an extremely high level. And I think that's, that's the most important thing that we're focused on. Not really, uh, I don't think we've even talked about where anyone has us ranked or, or that kind of stuff. When your dad or brothers or anyone asked you about this offense, how do you describe it? It's a fun offense. I think that's, that's uh, one of the words I'd use to describe it. It's, it's an offense where, uh, you know, we're, we're always moving. I think I'd say it's fast. You know, with all the weapons that we have, we want to play fast. We want to play physical. Uh, we want to be efficient. And, uh, you know, once again, just execute. I think, I think the biggest thing is once you have the offense down, it's about going out there and making sure your steps are right, making sure your eyes are right, making sure we're communicating. Just going out, having fun, and playing football. So that, that, that's, that's one thing that I've taken from getting to learn this offense and taking reps this last week. 
Christian, David, David Newton, hope you had a good off-season. Um, speaking of ratings, you uh, a lot of fantasy sites have you number one. Um, I'm curious, if you had the first pick in a draft, fantasy draft, would you take yourself number one? And if not, who would it be? I'd take myself, yeah. Always, I would always take myself in fantasy. Christian, how, how much different has Curtis Samuel's role looked in the early part of camp? Because Coach Rule even noted that he's a guy they see a lot of versatility in and the fact that he played running back at Ohio State. Yeah, well, Kurt's a guy that can play anywhere, you know, with his, with his speed and quickness and, and versatility, like you said. Uh, you know, he's able to be dynamic just with the ball in his hands no matter where that is. So he's a guy that I know, you know, Coach Brady and the rest of the coaches are going to put in a position to succeed. So, you know, we're excited about, about his role. Christian, I know that uh, you don't really like to share your specific goals getting into every season. If, if you've changed your mind on that, great, we'll listen. But uh, I'm more curious about what your process with that is. You know, do you have visual reminders that you that you place everywhere? How do you go about setting those statistical go goals for yourself going into the year? Uh, well, I just, you know, first off, reevaluate the season when the season ends and, and kind of go through some notes on uh, what I can improve on and, and what I can do to get better. And focus on some of those during the off season, but, but really it goes, you know, season to season. Like I'll have, I'll have monthly goals, uh, you know, in the weight room or on the, on the track or on the field. Uh, I'll focus on a couple of things here and there that I really want to get better at each day, kind of go in with, with uh, intention to focus on, you know, a couple of little things here and there that uh, I can improve on. And, and it's really nonstop. And then when the season starts, that's, that's kind of when I'll set my, right before camp is when I'll set, you know, my personal goals, my team goals, and, and go from there. Christian, in addition to everything with, you know, between balancing, surviving a pandemic, as well as, you know, there's been a lot of civil unrest across the nation over the last several months, and then today the team launched Your Vote Counts, and Coach Rule's been very adamant about players using their platforms to speak up. What are your thoughts on that? And in addition to the voting education and registration initiative with Bank of America Stadium as an early voting site? That's a great question. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, voting is something that it, it gets taken for granted, but it's, it's, it's a way for every citizen to have a voice, you know, and um, I think it's, it's very important that we all vote, that we all, you know, do our part um, as citizens of wherever we're from. And, and, and research what's going on, uh, learn about what's going on, and then uh, use your knowledge and your opinion in, in your vote. So, you know, I love, I love this organization because we don't take that stuff lightly and we don't, you know, brush it to the side. And uh, that's something that I know Coach Rule takes a lot of pride in. And I think from the top down, it's something that this whole entire organization, uh, you know, even, even going to the locker room takes a lot of pride in as well. Christian, with Matt Rule getting a seven-year deal to start out here in Carolina, did that have a big influence on you signing your contract extension and want to be a part of this rebuild? You know, I I don't know if it had an impact. I think when, when you're negotiating contracts, it's all, you know, pretty individual. And, and whether or not, you know, Mr. Tepper, Marty, and Coach Rule had that as a vision, you know, I'm not 100% sure. But uh, I, I do know that I was really excited to get that deal done because this is, this is where I want to play. We got time for a couple more guys. So. Christian, uh, sorry, Christian, when uh, Teddy Bridgewater, because he knows the offense and has known Joe Brady for a few years, how much does that affect how far you guys can be along in terms of what knowing the offense and getting comfortable with it? Yeah, that's a good question. I think, I think it's huge. You know, obviously he's been in the system and we have a lot of guys who have been in the system. So, 
Um, you know, he, he knows exactly what he wants in every route. He knows exactly what he wants in his, in his uh, you know, run game footwork. So um, hearing from him and talking through some different things, making sure we're on the same page is helpful because, you know, he does know what he wants. He's seen the offense before. And, uh, you know, and then we can obviously take what we what he's run in the past and, and you know, personalize it a little bit. And, uh, you know, he's a guy who's very open to suggestions too, which is awesome. So it's just been fun getting to learn and getting to, you know, nail down the, the details that, that are going to end up really mattering. Last summer with Arsenal and Fiorentina. Sorry, can you, can you start again? I'm sorry. No, no problem. You were at the uh, International Champions Cup last summer with Arsenal and Fiorentina, and now you have uh, another football club to share Bank of America Stadium with. What are your thoughts on Charlotte FC and the addition of MLS? Yeah, it's, I think I'm extremely excited. Um, you know, I think Charlotte, the way it's growing and, and to see the impact that sports have had in the community is, is really exciting. And to add a, a football club, you know, obviously soccer, but football club um, to the city is, is exciting for all of us here. You know, we get we get another sport to root for. So I can't wait till it gets going. You, uh, you mentioned the, um, the, the, the value and importance of sort of being familiar with the run blocking scheme and sort of the, the, the understanding the details of it. How much carryover has there been in that regard from last year and how have you had to make any adjustments to account for any difference? Well, there's definitely adjustments with terminology and some other things. And uh, the beauty about football is, you know, especially being a running back is a lot of times it's similar zone schemes, uh, inside zone, outside zone power, all that stuff is, is similar. And, uh, but the details of it, you can always learn little things. That's, that's the beauty of it is there's, you can never, you can never stop learning and there's always different things to pick up on, on, you know, how certain O-linemen pull, how certain O-linemen zone block, uh, you know, getting with the O-line staff and learning exactly what they're telling the guys. So, um, you know, it's, it, the terminology is different. Obviously, the offense is different, but um, a lot of similarities in, in different things, which is fun because, you, you know, you get to pick up on, you know, how it's coached in different ways. It appeared during your uh, interesting offseason, you got to be a photographer a little bit for a uh, cover shot. What was that like, and what's bigger, being the uh, 99 in Madden or cover of Sports Illustrated? Oh, no, I, I, I was a photographer for Vogue. So, for me, um, I was a one and done, a one and done for me. That was a long day. I never knew how, how much time goes into that stuff. So, I, uh, you know, I can say that I photographed one time and my work's on the cover of, uh, of a Vogue magazine, and I retired right after that. So, I was pretty excited about it. Dante. I wanted to ask you uh, a lot of new pieces on this defense, and you're one of the few that's back from last year. First of all, when is the last time you've been a part of a defense with so many new pieces, and what do you think that's going to be like? I mean, we have um, – but beyond the, the new faces, we have a lot of guys who are willing to compete and um, get out there and, and try to make a difference for this defense. And I think that um, – New faces really don't matter as long as everybody coming in ready to compete and ready to work. Dante, what's your impression of Phil Snow thus far? Oh, I love Coach Snow. I love Coach Snow. He's very energetic, very enthusiastic, um, and he just wants all us to play great football. So he's very, very detail-oriented and um, 
he just he loved the game. So uh, he he he's good with me. I, I love Coach Snow. Dante, if I understand correctly, you haven't had a chance to go up against Tom Brady in the regular season before. What do you make of Tom being in the division? Um, this is a chance to get uh, competitive. Um, he's a, he's a, obviously one of the greats, and um, I can't wait to uh, face him two times a year and and go out there and compete. Dante, how important is this year for you? Obviously, the team had a disappointing season last year, but for you personally, third year uh, of, of becoming a veteran on uh, on a young defense, um, how important is it for you personally? Oh, very important, very important. Um, I dealt with a lot, a lot of injuries last year, and um, so this off season, I just really invested my time and and uh, my money into just improving my body, so I won't have to um, worry about getting out there not a hundred percent. So um, it's very important for me. It's very, I know it's a big year for me, and um, I'm expecting a big year for me. So I'm um, I just been ready to go. I've been staying at it, staying in the film room, staying in the treatment room, and just trying to be be that leader on and off the field. Dante, you invested in trying to, you know, do improvements to your body to stay healthy. What specifically were those things? And then you know, as you were trying to figure things out and watching film, is there anything that you found out about your technique that you feel like you can improve? Um, I, I've been working a lot with um, with Ryan Clark in the offseason and just improving my eyes, improving my, my details specifically um, at a corner position. And um just health, health is a big thing, big thing for me. So I've been staying on my groin, staying on my hammies, staying on my uh, my hip flexors because those were the, the the three, you know, problems of, of concern last year. The reason I couldn't couldn't run, couldn't cut, and do a lot of things. So um, just been staying at it, man. Just trying to trying to make sure that um I can be out there and hundred percent. And I know when I'm hundred percent, you know, I know that I'm could be one of the best corners in this league and just give my team a chance to win. Hey, Dante, <clears throat> Jonathan Alexander with the Charlotte Observer. Hope you're doing well. Um, you know, I'm wondering what were the things you learned from last season and what type of things did you reflect on in the offseason when looking back? Um, just just growing as a player. Um, experience matters. Um, just growing as a player, um, trying to be, you know, not just really talking about being a leader, but actually going out there and putting in the work and being a leader and, um, just trying to trying to come in and be a positive positive spot, you know, on the defense for um for the team, you know. And I like I said, um, I know when I'm out there and I'm locked in and I'm focused, I know I I know what I can do, and um and that's really been my main focus to go in there every single day, whether we're working out, whether we're doing conditioning, just being locked in and being focused. And that's that's gonna carry on. Dante, you know we talked to Phil Snow a few a month ago or so. He mentioned that. For you, he thought you had a lot of potential, but you're working on the details was something that he talked to you about. Is that something that you're also kind of focusing in on definitely. this year? Definitely, definitely. Me and Coach Snow talked a lot throughout the offseason. Me and Coach Rule talked a lot throughout the offseason. And um, we have that, that same thing that, um, that we, we talk about. You know, I know what I, um, what I can do. They know what I can do. That's why they trust me. And um, they trusted me to, to lead the cornerback room and to be one of the best in the league. And, um, that's what that's what I'm. That's my driving force. Dante, uh, considering how last season ended, how much of this uh, fresh start are you embracing? Uh, all of it, all of it, totally, totally buy, buying in, um, and just just trying to be the, the best player I can be, you know. And um, I think that that starts with, with buying in, and that's what I've been doing, you know. Like I said, I've been talking to Coach Rule a, a whole lot, you know, me and him text back and forth a lot throughout the off season, and just you know 
just just going with the plan and, and trying to move forward. Dante, it seems okay. unlikely that fans are going to be in the stands for the first game of the season with the new uh, five-week extension of Phase 2. Is there a different mindset you and the guys have to go in knowing that the fans aren't going to be there, you're not going to hear that crowd noise? It's, it's going to be a different situation. Oh, um, you just got to gotta focus on competing, man, and focus on getting through training camp. We all – there's a lot of new faces in the building, so we're really not trying to look that far ahead. We're just trying to focus on uh, the next day and get in the building and just build that camaraderie with the coaches, with the players, with the new staffers and everything. So we've just been looking forward to just being together. And um, as that time comes, we'll, we'll, you know, try to adjust our mindset. Dante, you have a new corner coach, obviously, a pretty much a whole new defensive staff. But wonder if Evan Cooper being a little younger, you know, do you kind of think that might be good for you in terms of a guy that uh, maybe relates to you well and vice versa? Um, yeah, me, me and Coop have a great, great relationship. Um, he's a guy we, I've, I've been talking to him uh, pretty much every day, if not every other day throughout uh, quarantine. Just not about football, just about, you know, family and just just, just connecting. And um, I think that getting together, me and him have a, a whole lot in common. He's very enthusiastic. He's very, you know, up in your face, but he's very, very, very detail-oriented. And um, he, he stays on me about my detail. He stays on me about my technique. And and we like even when I was training throughout the off season, uh, I would send him videos and we would critique it and we would just go through stuff. So just being being able to get somebody like Coop uh, is very very refreshing and you know it's a, it's a, a move forward. So Dante, when you came into the league, I remember you were saying that your speed was something that you felt would get you onto the field quicker. And when I see the book on Troy Pride. It's all about his speed as well, and I hear that that's something that might be able to make that transition easier. What have you seen from him, granted, in a short sample so far in camp? Um, he's willing to learn, and um, he's a he's a hard worker, and he's he's fast. He's very fast, but um, he's been he's been he's been working. He's been uh, locked in on the detail, locked in on the playbook. Uh, I think they have him playing like like two or three positions, so he's been. He's been been locked in and he's been focused, asking a lot of questions, and um, that's that's what you want from a young guy. Because I remember me coming in and being on Mike Adams and being on James Bradbury and just asking him tons and tons of questions, and um, he he's he's the same way. Dante, to that end, how are you helping these young guys acclimate not only to the league itself, but I mean it's an interesting time to be a rookie given that there's a pandemic going on. Um, just just really just trying to stay stay in it, man. Just make sure everybody's, you know, having a good time and just enjoying this time that we have with each other because it was a time where we didn't even think we were gonna get this time. So that's the thing I've really been been huge on, uh, outside the football thing, you know. Obviously we have football, obviously we have a job to do, but I just been just trying to make sure everybody keeping a smile on their face, everybody's just just embracing this time that we have together because um it was like I said, it was a time that we didn't even think we was gonna be able to get in the building and get together. So uh, that's really been my my whole push, you know, coming into the building and coming into this, you know, this fresh start. Just making sure everybody just appreciate the the time that we get to have together. Dante, we're, Dante, uh, we're talking. Dante, we're talking to Christian McCaffrey after this. Um, I was just curious, what are your thoughts on that contract he got this off season and uh, and uh, you know the year he had last year and 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 what you had for uh, from from him. Very, very well deserved. Uh, Christian is a great teammate. Besides him being an outstanding, great player, he's a great teammate. So um, seeing that, it, it made me happy. You know, I, I, 
I'm, I, I probably, you know, bust the dance move too when I uh, seen that news breaking on the, uh, the bottom line. So I was extremely happy for Christian, uh, well-deserving. He's a great player. He's uh, the, the leader of our team. You know, he's our, our motor. So um, I was ecstatic to see that uh, they locked him in for, for a long time. So, yeah, I was very, very happy for Christian. I must have told him congratulations over a dozen times. Dante, you, know, you mentioned that Troy Pride is fast, and I know you're fast too, but is, is he faster than you? Come on. <laughs> what do you think about answer to that? He's, he's fast, but come on. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I mean, you're complimenting his speed and everything. Well, he's got yeah. Speed, no speed, but I, nah, he ain't faster than me. Okay. Hey, Dante, it's Chris from Charlotte Vibe. Of all the changes that have happened with the season and also with the, the work that you put in in the offseason, what are you most excited to experience this upcoming season? I'm um, just just excited to get a chance to go out there and compete, man, and um, you know, show everybody really what I can do, and um, and that's that's really my my whole thing. You know, I wanna wanna help my team win games and um, show everybody that I can be a dominant number one corner in this league, and um, that's one thing I've been working towards. That's one thing my whole off season been been going towards, you know, being being the guy. And I know what I can do. I know I can come in and be the guy. Coach Snow believes in it. Coach Rule believes in it. Coach Simmons, Coach Coop, they all believe in it. And so do I, 100,000%. So that's been my whole my whole motive. Dante, I know you're moving on from last season, but is there anything you're kind of taking that you've learned specifically from last year that you're, like, trying to change or something that, you know, you learned from your experiences last year? Um. Just, just learn how to. My whole thing, um, just learning how to cope with, with, with injury. Learn how to cope with not being a hundred percent. You know, when I when I was trying to line up in front, you know, these these big time receivers at sixty five, seventy percent. You know, towards uh, towards the end of the season, back when I got off my injury, um, just just learning how to cope with it. You know, I let that. I let not being, not being a hundred percent, not be able to run with guys that I know I can run with. I let that. You know, break my confidence. I let that. You know, just kind of like take me out of it, you know. So that's really one thing that I'm one to, one to, you know, key in on, just being being able to, to cope with anything that happens, being able to fight through adversity. And I, I don't think that I was able to do that last year. So that's my, my biggest thing. Hey, DJ, you see DJ more every day in practice. Um, he seems to be a little underrated as far as receivers around the league and you face some of the best receivers. What and he says he's got to take his game to the next level. What have you seen in him that makes you believe he is one of the top receivers in the league? And, and oh, you I talk tell, about that speed. I tell, I tell DJ every day you're one of the best, man. Um, and he definitely believes it. And um, I think he's buying into to taking it to the next level. Like he's not just saying it. He's he's just doing everything different. He's he's locking in different. And me and DJ talk a lot, you know, outside of football. And we both agree that we both got to take it to the next level, you know, because it's a young team. But we're going on our third year, so we we we're not like kind of the a lot of the older statesmen. So we he he's definitely been been on it and, and taking it to the next level. So I I have a a huge huge ton of ton of you know confidence in DJ's game, and I know for a fact that he he'll, he'll be one of the best. Dante, regarding those injuries, did you try to add any weight? Did you try to? Increasing his strength, or was it the food? Yeah, was it yeah, I've been, I've been on it, man. That's why I got the guns out. You see, <laughs> <laughs> I've been on it, man. I've been, I've been in the weight room a ton. I've been, you know, um, honing in on, like I said, my, uh, my growings and you know those soft tissues. I've been, I've been just, just locked in, you know, um, investing a lot of time into, into my body because I know that that was the thing that, um, that kind of took me off my game last year. 
So that was my whole motive this offseason was to um, just get my body right and then focus on everything else because I know that's the, the most important thing, you know. Dante, with all the elite receivers that are in this division, uh, and you kind of came into a situation where you were going up against these guys very early in your career, what's, what would be your advice to guys like Troy Pride and uh, Stanley Thomas Hall that, that, they, that those guys can come in and just get to work right away without um, having to, to go through that learning curve as, as even though the, the, the pandemic has been rough? I just just I just been telling you trusting itself, man, and um, you know, trusting your technique, trusting your ability, and um, we all pros at the end of the day, and everybody's good, you know. So just trusting yourself, trusting your abilities, and and just just let it go. Given the about the rookies, but how what have been your impressions of uh, Eli Apple as a new teammate? Uh, Eli is very very um technique oriented. He's a very smart player. Um, he he. He's seen a lot in this league, you know, so he he, he has a, a clear understanding of, of what can happen at what time. And um, uh, we, we, we're creating a, a good bond. And, uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I rock with EJ. I mean, Eli. You know, he's a, he's a good dude. And with all the coaching changes and the roster turnover, a lot of people writing you guys off. In fact, talking about a rebuilding year, uh, how would you describe uh, – how, how do you react to that kind of talk? I don't. I don't. I know we, we have work to do. I know we coming in here every day competing, and that's what we're going to do. Uh, we don't We don't really look into none of that stuff that uh, that people bring up or what people say. You know, we, we have a lot of great players on this team, and we're going to go out there and we're going to compete. That's just the bottom line. A few more for Dante, guys. Dante, I know you guys have um, monitors to track social distancing. How does that work, and what happens if you get too close to somebody? Um, I mean, it's been it's been cool. Uh, we um we but a lot of guys here are more are more proactive about it. So we we kind of all just not we don't even let the monitors tell us. Everybody's kind of staying away and you know social distancing. But if you if you get too close for for it, it just beeps red or it it don't really like say anything about backing up, but it. Kind of like I said, we we all kind of have have a, a awareness to to what we have to do because like I said, everybody want to play this year, so we all been wearing our masks, we all been staying away, keeping our distance. So it's been it's been it's been um some adjusting, but for the most part, we've been we've been pretty pretty good about it. How often does it beep? Because you can't social distance line and stuff. It, like it, it doesn't beep. It just the it flashes. Anything else for Dante? On a, on a general level, how weird is it? Um, you know, you guys are staying away from each other. Your instinct is you have to stay as close as possible to, uh, to, to receivers to kind of like you're, – you're not used to uh, staying six feet away from people, right? Not at all. But, um, I mean, like I said, it's, it's, it takes adjustments. Um, everybody's trying to, you know, do their part so we can um, have a season and everybody can stay safe. So. That's just the, the, the thing you have to keep in mind when um, in talking about social distancing and the, the COVID and the pandemic. Just keep in mind that everybody has to stay safe and you want to keep everybody safe. So that's been the, the, the whole key. Dante, we've asked just about everyone who's come on these Zooms kind of what their COVID and quarantine experience was like. Were you in Louisiana? How weird was it? Just kind of could you take it? Um, yeah, I, I, I was in New Orleans. Um, I trained in Baton Rouge. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it was the same, you know, everybody's kind of trying to stay in and well, I mean, I was, I can't really speak for everybody, cause, but I, I was staying away, you know, doing my training, going back home, spending time with my, my little girl. Uh, and that's really been my whole, my whole quarantine, you know, a little bit of cooking, a little bit of chilling, putting stuff together. But for the most part, you're just training and, and, you know, just daddy daughter time. Anything else? We probably got time for one or two more, Max, if anyone's got anything. Hey, Josh Sims with Fox 46. I'm just curious what a day-to-day -day, uh, for training camp looks like for you guys since it's so different this year from when you arrived to the stadium uh, to when you're done at the end of the day. Um, we, we, we get in here, um, breakfast. We go meetings. Um, Meetings rooms are uh, everything separated. Uh, no, no guys be able to sit close to each other. Uh, we, we hit the field for a little bit and um, still, you know, staying separated, talking, a lot of loud talking because nobody really is right next to each other. Um, just really doing our walkthroughs, getting pointing, you know, talking. Uh, then we lunch, back to meetings, same way. Um, Dinner, back to meeting, same way, and um, you fit your treatment in and just go like that. Dante, thanks so much. Uh, thanks, everybody. Scott, you, you good? You have one or are you good? I got one. Yeah, just a quick one, Dante, if you don't mind. Um, since you've seen a little of Teddy Bridgewater now, I just wondered if you could um, talk a little bit about Teddy and, and what your first impressions are and how his personality compares and contrasts with Cam's. Oh, I love Teddy, man. He 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 has that 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 leader that leader gene that uh that you want in the, um in QB one, and um he he likes to have fun, and he he's just a, he's a real cool guy, a dope guy, man. He um just just getting to you know have a few conversations with him and talk to him and just see how he interacts with guys. Uh, he's a he's a good dude and can't wait to get to work with. Him.